Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning and welcome to Score Values on 670 The Score. I'm your host, Alex Kuhn. Today, I will tell you about an organization that believes in housing as a right in a just society and is battling homelessness in our communities through public policy, advocacy, as well as direct assistance. Also, a new service providing direct in-home assistance to mothers and families, providing a free in-home nurse to visit families that live in Chicago who deliver babies at participating hospitals, including foster parents, adoptive parents, and families who already have other children, has just partnered with University of Chicago Medicine. We now welcome Michael Nemesh, the Director of Development at the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless. Michael, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, and I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. We're delighted to have you this morning. Well, let's just start here. Can you tell us a little bit about your organization, the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless? Absolutely. So the thing about us is a lot of people kind of just assume that what we do is operate uh, homeless shelters, and that is, in fact, one of the few things that we don't do. We are a public policy, advocacy, community organizing, uh, legal advocacy team. Um, so, you know, I like to say, you know, every issue out there has a lobbyist. We are like, you know, the lobbyist for the issue of homelessness. Yeah, that's a that, uh, one thing that I notice when you go to your website and you talk about uh, housing is a right in a just society. And you mentioned some of the policies that you fight for. What are some of the pillars of what you guys do to try to fight for housing as a right? Uh, Great question. So uh, I'd say one shining example that's very important right now is our latest housing campaign, which we are calling Bring Chicago Home. And uh, there's a lot of layers to it. But the exciting thing is, is that soon Chicago Voters will have an opportunity to weigh in on whether or not they believe we need more affordable housing in Chicago. Um, And so I urge people to look at our website dedicated to this campaign alone, which is bringchicagohome.org. But, yeah, we just uh, the ways we look at it are, you know, there needs to be more affordable housing with wraparound services. Uh, There needs to be greater access to quality education. Um, it should, re- and same with healthcare, um, and you know wages, uh, and 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 job training and things like that. All of these things, those are the pillars of what, you know, 
keep people uh, experiencing homelessness from getting out of it. And so we we look at all of those things. Michael, let's get into what you mentioned, Bring Chicago Home. Can you tell us about this initiative and the ballot uh, measure that will be voted on in March? Yeah, so we're very excited. It's been five years of pushing for this, but it just was put on the ballot. um, And what it is going to allow uh, Chicago voters to do is uh, make the choice to have a dedicated revenue stream that will allow the city of Chicago to spend approximately 10 times what they're spending right now on the issue of homelessness. Um, And uh, so that's why, you know, we want people to check out that website, Bring Chicago Home. Uh, It's, you know, like most policies, there's, you know, you can get into the fine print, but the fact of the matter is, is that there's just not enough affordable housing uh, to, for a city our size. And this would start to address that. Um, and make some real gains in that area. When you talk about the the numbers and the people that are affected by homelessness in the city, what what are we looking at? So that's hold on to your hats, sit down if you're not already sitting. There's over 68,000 people experienced homelessness in the year that we have the most recent data, which is 2021, and that was an increase. So the the uh, I think it by like almost 5%. So you, there the problem was growing, and now, as you, uh, we'll probably get into this a little bit, but, you know, the migrant crisis has underlined that we weren't prepared for the numbers of people experiencing homelessness before, and any influx just makes it worse. So, you know, if I had come on this program and said 10% of that, that would have been a crisis. If I had said there were, you know, six thousand people being that experience almost every year you'd be shocked at that number but it is in fact over 68,000 people yeah that, that is a staggering staggering number and if I heard you correctly your your point kind of is the the influx of of migrants and asylum seekers doesn't really change the the crisis of homelessness it just sort of underscores and and, and highlights it is that correct right Right. Here at the score, you are underscoring the problem here. That's my little pun. But, uh, you know, our work hasn't changed. We're going to continue to push for more affordable housing, you know, more, you know, services, you know, a, you know, a greater dedication of resources. Uh, that's what we were doing before, and that's what we're continuing to do. Michael Demesh, the Director of Development for the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless, joining us this morning on Score Values. Now, you mentioned Bring Chicago Home. Can you discuss some of the other community outreach programs or initiatives that you guys fight for at at the coalition? Absolutely. So, you know, I like to say that supporting the Chicago Coalition for the Homeless is like supporting three agencies in one because we we recognize this is a complex problem and you need a lot of things in your toolkit to address it. So we don't just have one department working on this in one way. We have a public policy department. um, We have a community organizing department and we have a law project. So we have lawyers, we have people out there trying to build activism in the community and gain support for our initiatives. And then we have people that are really, you know, crunching the numbers and looking at ways, innovative ways to provide solutions to the complexities of the problem. And so to give you some examples, uh, our law project, you know, they provide direct, experience, direct legal 
uh, expertise and assistance to people experiencing homelessness, and they have a special focus on youth. We have a mobile uh, clinic called uh, Youth Futures. We're in schools. We're working with CPS. We're trying to make sure that the educational rights of homeless children are not neglected. Um, and but they do all kinds of things. You know, it might be just as simple as helping uh, someone who is homeless uh, ex- uh, obtain important legal papers like their birth certificate or an ID. Those things can sometimes be barriers to getting uh, assistance or employment. And sometimes you just need a, a, a lawyer to kind of help you navigate those 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 problems. Um, but they can also, uh, you know, they connect people to housing. They connect people to, you know, getting uh, any kind of number of types of assistance. So, and then, you know, sometimes we help enact laws. You know, that's the other place where uh, people experiencing homelessness, the laws affecting them, you may never be aware of them, but I can give you some recent examples. Yes, please. Uh, They recently uh, passed a statewide measure. It's called HB 3116. Um, And what that did is it made sure that all School staff are trained to identify and support uh, students that are unstably housed. So just make, you know, students who are experiencing homelessness, make their school experience a little bit better by giving the teachers and uh, support staff at the school the tools that will allow them to better help them navigate through this. You know, it's a, it's a subtle thing, but, you know, you can understand why it's amazing that that training had not existed before that's the that's the power of advocacy. You don't know that it's going on, but now that experience at school is going to be a little bit better. Uh, another one is uh, SB 1367, and that improves access to for public housing for people with criminal records. There was it was kind of like a catch 22 because it was an unspoken rule that people with criminal backgrounds were not. They felt like they weren't allowed to apply for public housing because they would be rejected. But now there are standards for the background screening process. So it's at least that clarity, you know, allows people who are, you know, back into society and looking to, you know, be stably housed. They at least have, you know, some protocol and an understanding of the screening process. So they're not immediately discouraged to not apply. So those are examples of recent bills that we were able to put through, um, you know, that, the general public might not know about, but, you know, it's very important to, you know, support people while they're trying to pull themselves out of homelessness. Yeah, Michael, it seems like with with some of these examples that you're bringing up, you guys are trying to address the root causes and inequalities that that, that kind of lead to homelessness. Am I am I off base here? No, you're not off base at all. But we also do some direct service as well. Right. I uh, I want to lift up uh one of the things that we started at the beginning of the pandemic is we created a mutual aid fund that gave quick uh, cash grants to people who were who needed some uh, some support, um, and it could be used for a variety of things. Uh, we've already given out over a half a million dollars to households. Um, and the 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 maximum amount of the grant is five hundred dollars. So that we could reach as many uh, households as we as as we could, but it was a, it's a very fast application process. It takes about ten minutes. You can do it over the phone. You can do it online. 
Um, there's no real barriers to, you know, getting accessing those funds. The only barrier is, is that we run out of the money very quickly and then we have to shut it down and then open it back up again. But that's an example of one of the direct service things we do. We also uh, do offer uh, college scholarships to students who experienced homelessness at some point during their high school career. So, you know, we're, we're kind of a blend of just, you know, the, the system, uh, going to finding solutions that, you know, will allow permanent uh, solutions to homelessness, but also recognizing that people need help right now. Michael Nemesh, the Director of Development for Chicago Coalition for the Homeless, joining me this morning on Score Values. And Michael, what, what type of impact uh, did the pandemic have on the homeless community? Well, I think like everything else, it just kind of it illustrated how quickly people could find themselves staring homelessness in the face right. because, you know, we got that whole wake up call that how many people are just a couple of paychecks away when all of a sudden paychecks weren't coming in. Um, so again, you know, our advocacy work to create, you know, a higher, higher living wage, our advocacy to, you know, create more affordable housing, things like that, we just recognize that that's that the need has always been there and it was probably greater than people really realized. I want to, I guess I could mention that, you know, uh, you know, when we brought up that number of 68,000, you know, that's not 68,000 people sleeping on the streets every night. That's 68,000 people who are sometimes doubled up or tripled up, you know, couch surfing, you know, they're just, they're unstably housed. They're moving from place to place. They're you know, experiencing, you know, they might have a roof over their head on a given night due to the generosity of friends and family, but they're still, you know, experiencing homelessness. So the pandemic, you know, just kind of made it clear that, you know, more and more people were forced to do these, take these measures. Uh, and, you know, I think it created a greater sense of empathy and urgency around this issue. Absolutely, Michael. What are some of the ways that people can get involved? Uh, they can support us. They can support us financially and they, by going to chicagohomeless.org. Uh, they can then sign up to get action alerts, which will allow them to uh, contact their representatives. We often, that's how these things get passed is, you know, representatives recognize that this is what their constituents want. Um, they can check out Bring Chicago home if they're a Chicago resident. That uh, resident that is a really important thing because we want people to be informed about this uh, affordable housing campaign. It's the most ambitious one we've ever attempted, and we'll really, you know, make some real ground, uh, gain some real ground here on this issue. Um, but yeah, and I just think you know if if they want more information, you know, I think education is key. Lots of times when people see someone uh, on the street who is clearly experiencing homelessness, they're left with a lot of questions. You can find a lot of answers on our website about, you know, the complexities of the issue, but also just the simplicity of what's needed. Yeah, Michael, something that you brought up there, for, for those that are not super involved in the political process or politics in general, um, they, they may wonder, how would my phone call or email to a representative help? Can you explain to people how, if 
representatives hear enough phone calls about a singular topic, it does get their attention. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, and there's lots of simple ways. It could take just a couple of minutes uh, out of your day. But, you know, the when a bill is being considered, there's opportunities. They, they record, like, who's, who's called in and said that they were in favor, who said they were not in favor of this. I mean, sometimes we're not actually pro- proposing, uh, you know, a bill that we want passed. Sometimes we're trying to block a bill that, while its intention might good, be good, we have recognized the harm it might cause, whether intentionally or unintentionally. Most often when there's harm being caused, it's because someone hasn't thought through a particular aspect of it. And we're just trying to kind of make sure that it doesn't come to pass before, you know, we've had a chance to work out the kinks of it. But yeah, uh, you know, there's ways you can do it uh, online where you, you know, put in a, a, a slip in a support bill, a support for a measure right before it goes to be discussed, or you could, you know, make a call and your uh, elected representatives would then, you know, make note of that. And that does sway them to say, well, I'm going to at least take a sound, you know, serious look at this. They They have a lot of things that they on their plate that they have to consider. This just says, hey, you should be paying attention to this. This is important to the people in your ward or your district or wherever. Michael, one more before we let you go. Um, you got you mentioned some of the college scholarships that you award to uh, to people and, and and kids who at one point in their life were experiencing homelessness. To date, thirty five scholarship students have have graduated with bachelor's degrees coming from the program. How fulfilling is that for a kid? Just just to think about a a, a child who is experiencing that type of of. Uh, insecurity with with housing all these years later to get a scholarship to go to college i mean i've had the benefit i've had the pleasure of getting to know some of the scholarship recipients because they have then gone on to be remain involved with our work and then join the scholarship selection committee um so you know they 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 sit on the other side of the table um and uh there's a couple of them that I know that have gone on to, you know, become lawyers uh, that, you know, it's just it's it's very gratifying to me that, you know, the type of law that they are going to practice is directly related to the experiences that they had when they were much younger. They want to make things they want to stand up and be a champion for other people that are going through some hardship um, and use the tools of that they learned in school and, you know, the law to kind of help people with, you know, immigration issues or, you know, any uh, connect them to assist any kind of assistance they might need and stand up for people, you know, like that's when you're, when you're, when you're, when you've experienced uh, homelessness, hopefully, you know, when you come out the other side and you are stably housed, you never forget that. And you will always be around to, you know, kind of advocate for more resources like we do and more, you know, more, more affordable housing. Michael Nemesh, the director of development for Chicago Coalition for the Homeless. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. And Michael, one more time, the, your website and uh, the website for Bring Chicago Home. Absolutely. So if you just want to learn more about the issue and you want to support us, either financially or through your activism, go to chicagohomeless.org. And please 
our biggest housing campaign in our 43-year history is bringchicagohome.org. Michael Nemesh, thank you so much. Thank you. Family Connects is an initiative that provides a free in-home nurse visit to families that live in Chicago who deliver babies at participating hospitals. There were six area participating hospitals until a seventh was added, and it's University of Chicago Medicine. We now welcome Janae Rhodes, the nurse supervisor at the University of Chicago Medicine's Family Connects. Janae Good morning. Welcome to Score Values. And let's start here. Tell us a little bit about the University of Chicago Medicine's new partnership with Family Connects. Okay. Um, So Family Connects um, launched in 2022 where uh, CDPH um, came to you, Chicago, saying, hey, let's pilot this service um, to do in-home nurse visits for patients who have delivered at your hospital. And so they piloted it for a year, and, um, you know, they had some success, but they found that they might have greater success um, with having the hospital's own hired nurse staff do the actual visits. And so in about April of 2021, um, U Chicago launched their own with their own um, partnership with uh, CDPH, and um, they started their own nurse service line. And so here we are providing free in-home nurse visits to all birthing families at U Chicago Medicine and participating hospitals. Um, that live in the city of Chicago. Yeah, Janae, as you mentioned, this program, Family Connects, has been around for a long time prior to the partnership with University of Chicago Medicine. What type of benefits are we seeing with families who participate in Family Connects? Oh, this is an amazing service line because, one, we get to assess infant and birthing parent in their home environment at their pace. We get to support, um, meaning with breastfeeding, um, uh, health-wise. We often have a heavy population who has preeclampsia, so we get to do a lot of assessing and teaching according to that. We've had babies who have had um, disease processes that we have caught in the homes that warrant them to have to go to the emergency room and uh, they have caught some, you know, dangerous things that could have gotten worse. So this also helps uh, with continuity of care with the providers. Um, Some patients don't even have doctor's appointments to be seen for follow-up visits. This also, we also align patients with community resources, uh, support groups, mental health services, um, domestic violence services, uh, speech therapy for even not just the newborns, but if they have children in the home. We offer, we provide support for everyone in the home, education support, uh, job support. So we have the nursing aspect with the community health aspect, and that's what makes this service line so 
powerful. Janae Rhodes, the nurse supervisor at the University of Chicago Medicine's Family Connects, joining me this morning on Score Values. And Janae, I know you kind of touched on it. I would ask you who is eligible to join this program, but you say everybody, correct? Everybody. The only qualification is that you have to deliver at UChicago Medicine or a participating hospital, and you have to deliver within one of the participating hospitals. Those are the only two requirements. And it is a free in-home nurse visit. And what are the other participating hospitals? We have um, UChicago Medicine, Humble Park Health, Mount Sinai, Rush University Medical Center, Roseland Community Hospital, St. Anthony Hospital, Swedish Hospital, and we recently added Cook County Hospital. Janae, why is now such a good time for University of Chicago Medicine to join forces with Family Connects? This is this service is long overdue. Um, this will decrease sudden infant death. This will decrease uh, uh, hospital um, hospital readmission rate for postpartum moms who suffer from uh, who were probably preeclampsic and went into full bone eclampsia. Um, this will help parents to cope with having a newborn because we know this is not an easy, always an easy, breezy adjustment. So this service is long overdue, and I hope that it is a long-sustaining part of uh, continuity of care. Every birthing parent deserves this service and support after having a child. Janae Rhodes, the nurse supervisor at the University of Chicago Medicine's Family Connects, joining me this morning on Score Values. And Janae, something I noticed on your website is you talk about a lot of the people that you will be serving through Family Connects and mention that a lot of these families are from the south side of Chicago. How much pride do you guys at Family Connects take in serving communities on the south side? I just want to say the organization as a whole is peacock proud. Like um, everyone from the providers to the nursing staff to um, all ancillary staff are ecstatic about this service. Um, they know the importance of the work that um, the participating hospitals as well as CDPH are doing in the field. Um, we have had all the support from the providers. We've recently collaborated with our STAMP hypertension program to help moms uh, with preeclampsia and prolonged um, residuals from preeclampsia. So we're, it's just an amazing service and everyone, the whole organization from the top to, to, to ancillary staff are ex about this and, and we will continue to work hard to make sure that everyone can get this service. Janae, how does somebody get selected or how does somebody sign up to be a part of this service? So um, we offer, we approach every delivered patient 
asking if they would like a home visit, but we just asked everyone to um, encourage people to utilize this 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 service because whether you have a doctor's degree to a high school uh, education, whatever it is, it's something that you can always learn. You can also um, go to oneshy.org and um www.oneshy.org um and you can find the participating hospitals but our staff approaches every person who delivers within the organization for a visit. Janae, great stuff. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Really enjoyed the chat. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's going to do it for another edition of Score Values. I want to thank my guests this morning. Michael Nemesh, the Director of Development for Chicago Coalition for the Homeless, and Janae Rhodes, the Nurse Supervisor at the University of Chicago Medicine's Family Connects. Thank you both for joining me this morning. If there's a topic you'd like to hear about on a future edition of our show, or if you'd like to share information about an upcoming charitable event, simply send us an email at scorevalues670 at gmail.com. That's scorevalues670 at gmail.com. I'm Alex Kuhn. Thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Score Values on 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.